What's up, party people? You know one of the worst things about being a self-employed performer? That's right, it's your tax. If you're sick and tired of collecting all your receipts and guessing your way through your tax rebate, well, I know the people that can remove the stress and make it as simple as five, six, seven, eight. That's right, it's Theat Accounts. They're an accounting company that specialize in working with performers. So they know all the things that we can claim back and it's so simple. You upload your invoices and bank statements to their website and they do all the work for you. It's cheap, it's easy, and once you try it, I guarantee you will not regret it. It has changed my tax life. Just email info at theataccounts.co.uk. That's theat, T-H-E-A-T, accounts. So again, that's info at theataccounts.co.uk. Make sure you tell them you're from the Ins and Outs podcast and you'll get some five-star VIP treatment. You will get treated like a king. Honestly, they've changed my life. They've made it so much easier. They've removed the stress from tax and they can do the same for you. Boom. What's up guys? Recently I've been working with an incredible company called Quiet Media. Quiet Media create beautiful video reels, vocal reels, self-tapes, music videos and many, many more. So if you're looking to capture your idea on a video or via audio, then Quiet Media is for you. Go to quietmedia.co.uk or find them on Instagram at quiet underscore media. That's quietmedia.co.uk or at quiet underscore media. Also, don't forget to tell them that you're from the Ins and Outs podcast to receive that special luxury treatment. I promise you, you will not regret investing in this company to help you capture your imagination or your creativity. That's quietmedia.co.uk. Pow! The Ins and Outs podcast with your host, Kane Silver. In this episode of the Ins and Outs podcast, I speak to professional dancer Rowan Chambers. Uh, I had quite a few drinks before this podcast. As you can tell, I'm a little bit uh, merry, as we like to say. Um, But I had a great time chatting to Rowan. Uh, He's a super, super talented dancer and choreographer. Um, We talk about his journey. We talk about his time in LA. We talk about what he's up to now. Um, Yeah, just an overall great conversation. I hope you enjoy it. Also, side note, uh, the Ins and Outs podcast training program in Swindon is starting this Sunday, Sunday the 5th of September, and we have a few spaces left. If you wish to join, please find me on Instagram at Change or at the Ins and Outs podcast for more information. John Graham will be our guest teacher of the month. It'll be four weeks, 4 till 7 p.m. in Swindon. It's 80 pounds. It's a bargain. Come and train. Uh, if you can't make this month, come and jump on next month and every month up until Christmas. Um, yeah, that's that done. Here is the incredible Rowan Chambers. Boom, and we're in. Let's go. What's up, you handsome man? <laughs> Bro, I come on and I, I felt, I was like, who's this little hip-hop artist I've got? with those, like, <laughs> The jersey, the do-rag, and then the guitar. I think we're <laughs> I'm waiting for you to play like some hip hop country song. <laughs> <laughs> oh my days. How's things, man? Things are good, man. Things are good. Bless, man. Things are good. Man, I've been trying to do this for a while. I'm excited. Bro, it's been, I'm not done, I'm not done a podcast before. Ever. No, but I think me and Alex did one for bass. Uh, for bass. Yeah, yeah let's, but let's pretend you didn't, though. 
<laughs> Let's pretend this is your cherry popper. That's it. That's it, man. This, this is your solo. This, yeah, it's the first solo it's one. Solo. Splitting the twi- We'll call this one splitting the twins up. <laughs> <laughs> How's life, man? Life is good, bro. Life is really good. Bro. Yeah. How is it being back? I want to say home, but it's not really home, but no, back in the best, UK. It's the best thing I did, bro. How long have you been back now? I think it's like seven months, maybe something like that. So you came back pandemic, yeah? Okay, yeah, because I started the pandemic out there in LA um, and then came back here before Christmas, sometime before Christmas, I can't remember when it was. No, I was in, I was in Belgium first and then from Belgium I moved here. What was um, pandemic in LA like? Because I, I, hear, I hear it from all, like, like I've spoke to loads of people from yeah. LA and, yeah. you know, COVID was the hot topic. But what, yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued to see what it's like as someone out there who's like not from there and doesn't really get all the benefits of being a citizen and all that shit yeah for me like i didn't i mean i remember when it first hit because i would you know evolution studio mm-hmm. i worked part-time there so oh was, sick yeah so when that when uh covid happened it was like, okay cool you had to take some time off i was like all right cool i'm okay with that i'm fine we'll, we'll have a few weeks off month whatever it'll be fine that's cool and then, yeah, it just kept going or whatever. And I was like, okay, cool. This is getting uh, uh, serious now. But I was blessed to get, um, did I get taxed from the, as well as the UK? I was okay. I was good. Like financially, I got taxed from both. So it wasn't, I was okay. I was kind of blessed. Um, then the studio reopened, then closed again. And I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm just staying here to pay rent. It didn't make any sense for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I was from then on, I was like, cool, I'll just, I'll just leave. I think I fell out of love with LA. You know, then it started to go like I realized it wasn't for me anymore, or at least living it wasn't for me. Um, and I found other interests, and I was a blessing to find other things. Yeah. What um, what made you fall out of love with it there? Do you think the pandemic was part of that cause? I think pandemic was definitely part of that cause. Um, and I fallen in love with like another passion, things like that. Um, definitely. The, the, the pandemic definitely awoken a lot of things that made me realize that there's I can do other things there's other things I can accomplish it's not just dance um I still love dance and if yeah I think it was just LA for that time I, I think I could go back now with a different mindset and that I have and I think I would enjoy it a lot more and I'd be more grateful I'd be more present and things without a doubt because I'm in that mindset would work out which is great but I just don't know if I want to take that risk I just enjoy being home mm-hmm. and having my people around me my family being appreciated with I'm so blessed for the class being appreciated for that and just looking at things with a different mindset I'm just enjoying it man I'm just mm. enjoying it how, uh, how long were you in LA maybe a year and a half it, it's it's interesting to me because obviously you know I was there for like just under three years mm. and, and and I came home you know because I lost my brother and then yeah. coming home made me realize how much more I love home yeah it I, I didn't realize not that I didn't love LA when I was there or I fell out of love with it for me, it was coming home made me realize how how fortunate I was to have home, you know, mm-hmm. like my friendship circles, like my family and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, what did you what did you think of LA? Like as not just as part as being a dancer, but mm-hmm. you know, obviously for dance, like you can't knock it. It's no, it's it's the place to be, bro. Like, no mm-hmm. matter what anyone says, like and, you know, it's phenomenal. Yeah. But like for me as a human aspect, that was the struggle. Oh, yeah, yeah. 100% for me too, 100% for me too, because I'm not, at least back then I wasn't, I didn't know myself, bro. like I wasn't conscious, I was very just like lost and going with, you get lost in that stuff so easily, 
Um, and it took me coming home to, to figure it out and, and know what I want and, and be accountable. Um, I didn't have that in LA. Um, so if I had that, it'll be a lot, it'll be, it'll be different. But for me, the, the one thing that I do appreciate about America in general is the go-getter attitude that they have. Like that's the one thing that mm. they have. And I definitely took that from over there. And I didn't realize I took it until I came back and started sharing and teaching and realizing that cool, like this is now embedded in me. This is my personality. And I want to just give that to the UK a bit more. Um, that's the one thing America has. But mm. other than that, yeah, dancing is amazing over there. You're not going to get any better. Training definitely. I fell back in love with it. Freestyling, sessioning, you know, being around people like that. You just, you can't not. Yeah, because I feel like you've come back a different dancer too. Oh, 100%. You know, like you have much more of a hip hop feel now. Like you always had like that hip hop, yeah. but it was more like hip hop R&B kind of like mixed with commercial and what's current at the time. And yes. now like, like even taking your class the other day at bass, like there was like such more of a hip hop essence to your movement. And I was like, oh, yeah. this feels dope. <laughs> and I don't know if that comes with maturity, right? Because like, especially for like our generation, like the older I get, the more intrigued I am in like having a hip hop foundation or diving into more hip hop styles and kind of movement as opposed to just doing like a boom cat to get a job. Hundred percent, hundred percent. That hit in that definitely hit in LA. LA definitely gave me that uh, the freestyle side of it and sessioning with just great people and the energy around. There's no, it's not quiet. People are shouting. People are like, let's go. Like even no matter what, even if you you know you're growing and you've got ways to go they still make you feel good you don't go doubting yourself you feel good mm-hmm. um uh it only hit for me the more hip-hop side when i got back i didn't i had that over there but i was still growing over there it took coming back here and realizing that i have grown it took me coming back and dancing here to go oh fuck i have something to offer i didn't, when you're over there you're around the greatest every day so you're always like i can do better i can be better i can do better maybe now with my mindset now i wouldn't be as much like that at all but still you're around great people you're going to know that i want to get that i want to do well at that and that and that but now coming back and being around people and just seeing the the growth in myself and the way it feels man dance is just a language now there's no thought process it's just i enjoy it i don't put pressure on it anymore in any way in any way i'm just grateful for it so when you say you don't put much pressure on it anymore did you used to like did it feel like pressure beforehand 100 percent, because it was the only thing i was focusing on it's the mm. only thing i thought well that's what i need to do in in what in somewhat the hunger is great to have that hunger but you have to be patient and know it's going to take its time it's going to take however long it's going to take you have to have faith that it's going to work out i didn't have that mindset back then so yeah you focus on the small details class and all that stuff and i don't know i was never that bad with it i was never that bad i still mm. knew that it's not a big deal. Like, you know, I still knew that I wasn't that bad, yeah. but definitely worse than what I am now. Um, and yeah, just being, having other passions, doing other things, it makes dance like more of a fun aspect. So it's great. Like I don't talk about the industry or work and things like that. I'm grateful if things come along my way and it makes sense, then I'll do it. If it's worth my time, I'm like, great. I want to get something from that too. It's not just, I'm not doing anything. Um, so when something clicks, I'm like 100%. But that's pretty much it. Teaching is, is my favorite thing. Me that's, too, you know. that It's yeah. funny. Like, my, I, I started teaching when I was, like, 15. And, I mean, I, I shouldn't have been teaching. But in <laughs> Wales, like, <laughs> I was the only, you know, 
yeah. when des- desperate times called te- desperate messages. I was you. I was. I was Yu Gi Oh and the sixteen will duo champion, bro. <laughs> <Let's> like, <laughs> like I had the rights to teach. Yo, I was like, I was, I, I was Welsh royalty at sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> I won duos against ten of the people. Um, wow! And my partner carried me, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, I really took it for granted. Like, I learned all this teaching skills, you know, growing up, like how to work with different age groups. And I felt like I picked up that skill. I picked mm-hmm. up the skill of being able to teach, but I didn't really have much to teach, yeah. you know, and then yeah. really diving into making a career of dance. Then actually getting into like 29, 30, being like, you know, what? I just kind of want to teach now. Yeah. Like teaching yeah. is like a good bread and butter. It's yeah. good money. Now yeah. I actually have something to offer and I have the skill set. And it feels for me, uh, not more rewarding because I guess it's just at the time where I am in my life because at 22 going on stage for Alexandra Burke was the most rewarding thing in the world but yeah. now at 31 like yeah. going in and having a room of 30 people and them learn something new and seeing that translate it's yeah. the similar kind of feeling right so you have the same thing 100% yeah because for me it's, it's the mindset I just like I like motivating people in general so it's just fortunate that teaching is something that I can use my voice and be open and be honest with people that's mm. it's the only time i really get to do it um so that's what that's what it is for me when when i can see people and it just clicks for them um whatever with the steps doesn't matter but the the uh the alter ego comes out the performance comes out the feeling that they can just do it comes out when i see that in people i'm like that's what it's about because that translates in, in anything you do if you have that confidence in dance then it's not going to be so hard for you to transition into another line of work or do something that wants you to awaken that, that confidence. So that's my main thing. Um, and I'm blessed I get to do that every week. People seem to, to enjoy it. And I'm like, that's pretty much all I think about. For me, it's just a good time mm. when I get to speak to people. Yeah, mm. it's a blessing. Sick. So what? Um, coming back to the UK, did you have an idea in mind of what the new goal was? Like... Because I guess you had a really successful time here before you went to LA, mm-hmm. you know? And then yeah. I feel like you went to LA, you did your thing, you come yeah. back. Was there like a new challenge that you're trying to conquer? Is there still a new challenge that you're trying to conquer or you're just feeling it out? Dance related. Anything. Like, what's, bro, the, like, what's the goal I, now? I'm doing I, trading, bro. You're, I, I see every morning you're on that trading bro, flex in an not. office with like real people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with like real clothes on. Like... <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah bro that's my that's what helped me move from LA I started in LA and I, I had that to focus on I was like this is it I was like this is it I was like I love dancing it's always going to be there but I the way I felt about dance when I first started the passion of it it's like I don't care how long it takes I'm going to get this and I, and I know I'm going to not in not finance not even this obviously money comes with it like this is the whole thing to do the skill is to be financially free Mm. that goes hand in hand but I'm not doing it for that I just really enjoy the skill set and the mindset that it's given me to be accountable and learn new things and just be and just grow the fuck up Ooh, I'm not sure if I meant to work bro it's we like- can swear look fuck fuck <laughs> oh, yeah. all right cool okay yeah, yeah just <laughs> my bad <laughs> just to just grow up it taught me to grow up man so, so it was a lot easier for me to move from LA to Belgium and then Belgium to London I'm just like then I started the a course in Mayfair where I'm around that um which is just amazing bro so i really hope you go to mayfair in your do-rag and your your 
<laughs> the difference is crazy. One minute, one minute I'll be dressing like that, and then I'll have to change. I'm like, and then <laughs> do you feel do you feel like the hip hop Superman? I'm definitely the hip hop. Are you like I, Clark Kent when you're going to Mayfair and no, then you come out they, and you're like, now I'm dancing Superman? Yo, they love it. They're so they're so nice, man. Like they found out that I did Wembley and they was like, oh my god, they were going crazy. And I was like, guys, chill. Like, 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 <laughs> like I'm blessed, but like they see it from that side. And then I remember the main guy who teaches. Uh, I commented on Alex's video. He did something for Mabel, and I said, hey, let's. Uh, I said tag tag a uh, Mabel on his post. Um, and then the, the guy in charge that like went on his post and was like, maybe we'll maybe we'll type like they just they're just so giving. They're just like, yeah, we want people to win. It's like the trading is great, but being around the atmosphere of people who were just wanting to to get everything out of life is is crazy. You leave there being infected. So I'm like, that's the main thing for me with trading. Um, and dance is just I'm so blessed to have something that I a skill set that I've had to use that and still make money with that while I'm transitioning to other things I'm I think people get put in labels and think well you either dance or you do this and I'm like no you can do whatever you want to do like mm. it takes time but there's so many people in interviews that I watch that have so many skill sets and like it must have took you years to just get great at all these but really great not just mm. like mediocre but good I'm like so you can do whatever you want like so there should be no labels that's why I'm still loving dancing and being around um, and it's I appreciate people showing love, man. I didn't expect it. I How really, old are you now, bro? 27. 27. See, man, you're still fucking young. <laughs> like, <laughs> bro, dance while your knees let you, G. Like, yeah, no, not, I don't plan to stop. I don't plan yeah, to yeah. And I love it even more now because I'm doing other things. So there's, like I said, there's no pressure. There's no, like, about, like, you can say, I don't care what people think. I used to say that all the time. I yeah, I know. It was me, you, and I remember me, you, and Alex doing Zara Larson. Yeah. We left it on the train home and we were like, yeah, fuck this. I'm just doing my thing. I hate this. I hate that. We were like those angry little, oh, those angry little so dancers. Angry. I was so angry, bro, with everything. Bro, so was I. But then I don't even know why, because I was killing it. Like, why was, why was I so angry? That's what I'm saying. I don't know what it was like for me. Like, I just know that but to see the change in the way I think now. I'm like, I've been there and I've been angry and been negative, whatever. And now I'm trying this positivity and this love. And I'm like, this is working. So I'm sticking with this. Because like, it's, it's funny, right? Because even when I spoke to Alex and Camilla, like the one we were meant to do one episode, we we're meant to do the episode on the one day. And he messaged me like, bro, if you can't reschedule, I completely understand. He was like, but I'm in a funk today. He's yeah. like, I need to come into this with positivity. I need to go and meditate. I need to yeah. go and do my thing. I need to go and get my mind right. And I was like, Yo, that's not the Alex that I used to like. <laughs> like we we used to go in guns blazing, but it's funny because like even I'm the same now. I'm yeah. so much more like, yeah, I'm just gonna do me. Like yeah. life is good. Like I'm doing less less like work in yeah. air quotations, what we like to call it in the dance world, like yeah. than I've ever done. Like yeah. since yeah. I was eighteen. Yeah. But like, yo, I'm so fulfilled. That's what it's about. That's all it's about. Because now I'm like dancing for love again, even though it's still a job. Like. Yeah. I'm yeah. not fighting for every gig or to prove myself to get on a gig. No. And if a gig comes, then blessed, like grateful. But whereas before I feel like, and maybe you, maybe you were the same, I don't know, but like I was constantly like, I need to be better than that person or I am better than that person. And why aren't I in that opportunity? Yes. Yes. It was just, for me, I just had so much arrogance, bro. And I look back and I'm like this skinny little kid, like couldn't dance for shit. Like I was talented, but I'm like, yeah, 
but looking i mean whatever for the time and then looking back now being like and you had all the arrogance in the world and now i'm so humble now i just i just don't say anything yeah me too i think the i skill set is just less speaking i just don't speak as much as i used to speak before oh i still i still can't shut up like no no that's a that's a culture that's a trait that's like (laughs) that's a bad thing but for me i was never i never thought i just said things and i'm just like okay let me try listening more and it just mm. helps, man. Just listen to people and, and learning every time. I'm just like, this is really interesting when I don't try it, when I'm not arrogant like I was before. It's mm. just negative energy, man. I was full of it before. And mm. now it's just a whole change. A whole I'm change. still a hater. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still a hater, but I, I think I use it as different fuel now. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like before, I think I just hated to hate. Yeah, yeah. Like and not, not even in a horrible way, but just like, I'm better than that. Yeah. Whereas now I'm like, I hate, and I'd be like, ah, oh. yeah. But why do I hate? Oh, because they're yeah. better than me at that. Yeah, they have yeah. a better skill set of marketing, or they're better at this. Yeah. So now I'm like, when I hate on something, I really try and go, okay, why? Why am I being a hater? Why am I not? Obviously, I'm happy for everyone. I want everyone to win, man. Yeah. I think yeah. there's enough space for everyone to win. But sometimes, like that 25 in me comes out, and I'm like hating because someone's succeeding and I'm not, and I'm like, no, no, I am. But like yeah. they're just succeeding somewhere different. How can I succeed in what they're succeeding at? Like, what skill set do they have that I don't yet? Well, that's all it is. Like, you ask yourself the question and then you go, okay, well, let me just do it. Or mm. not do it. You might not want to do it in the end, but if you can just say, why am I Why am I annoyed? And then figure that mm. out. And that's when you're winning because a lot of people don't do that. Because I, I see you sharing a lot of stuff about, like, you know, success and, like, and like the wealth. But not wealth is in financial wealth, but, like, life wealth and yeah, stuff yeah. like that, you know? Yeah. and. Even just seeing those things that you've been sharing online and stuff, you're like, oh, his mind's different. Yo, just different, bro. Grown. Yeah, I just want to take the most out of life, man. And I want to just give. Like, I want to be able to give. I want to be able to, like, have someone say, oh, do you know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying looking to, to do this. And I'm like, here you go, bro. Do it. Like, having that financial freedom, not for me. I don't give a, I'm not, I don't care about a car, a, a watch, all these stuff. Like, I like, it's not, it's not a, I like nice things. That's that's not a problem at all, but it's not the kind of thing to. I would I want to give it to people and let people have opportunities to do what they do because everyone has struggles financially at some point. We all do. So I'm just like, maybe if you if you know a friend that is going through something or a family member, and you can just go, here you go. Like I don't need it back. Like do what you need to do. Like that's for me. That's different. And then just doing whatever I want and, and saying to a friend, you want to go here tomorrow? All right, let's go. Be fun. Mm-hmm. Just do different things. It just gives you. Um, a bit more time to to do things with the people that you love i feel like using more freedom to do that um and i think that's the main the main reason i'm doing it i think people get it like get it mixed up and think oh you know people wanting money is such a bad thing and i'm like it's really not like you need to it depends why you're doing something yeah doing it for the shiny things that only lasts so long like it's not a big deal but if you have like a purpose behind your actions mm. yeah it's gonna get there bro i feel it you're on the I, way yeah Sick, bro. Yeah, you get it. I believe in you. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. May- Mr. Money Mayfair. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna bring like Fubu tops back or something and be like a Mayfair, <laughs> like killing it. Oh <laughs> um, since being back and after now experiencing LA life, yeah. what do you notice is like a cultural difference, whether it be in class or on jobs? Like, do you notice much of a difference in, like, the culture of how they 
not conduct, but maybe just an atmosphere or, or any cultural difference, I guess. Do you notice one between here and there? Mindset, bro. Their Mind- mindset. They're not shy over there. And if they are shy, they're good at hiding it. Like they just go for that 90 minutes, they go for 90 minutes. I think people over here, um, takes takes too long to warm up, takes too long to like get into that mindset. Like you have to let people know you have to motivate people, which is what I want to do. So I'm here for that. Mm. But at some point you have to do the job for yourself to come in, go in, let me go organs blaze and then let me let how much do I want this? There's just more people over there. It's a bigger, it's a bigger, um, it's a bigger pond, but there's just more of them. So yeah. that is naturally going to be like that. UK is not, it's getting there. Since I come back, I'm like, UK is definitely changing mm. for the better. I see it create the crazy difference than before I left. Like, I feel like hip hop is becoming more of a thing. Like music is kind of changing. People are doing things like class atmosphere is getting back and people are training. I'm like, this is where it needs to go. This is nice. This is positive. So I definitely see a difference. So it's just that shy aspect. Mm. A lot of people are shy. Um, but that takes time to, to get over. Because what I, what I noticed when I came back, and I feel like it wasn't like this before I went, but maybe I'm just wrong. But mm-hmm. like, I feel like class here is like so quiet. Uh-huh. Not quiet as in numbers quiet, but no, like, quiet, like, like people don't speak. People nope. don't laugh. Nope. People, people, people are afraid to ask questions because they're afraid of looking stupid. And yeah. then like, like I'm an idiot. So like, especially if I'm, if I'm in like John and Marco's or Sam's class, I'm trying to make jokes. I'm trying to have fun. And yeah. everyone looks at me like, who's the old ginger dude <laughs> in the room? Like shouting shit. Like, but I don't know. Like, I just, I feel like after taking class there for like three years and being in like a room with Michael Wilson, who makes every room like, know, man. like it makes, makes a scene in every room and makes every atmosphere like a fun place to be. I'm yeah. like, yo, like we're so quiet over here. Like, why is it not fun? But I don't remember pineapple being like that. No, I remember pineapple. I remember being in pineapple, but I guess the studios were like smaller. Yeah. I always remember like everyone laughing, people talking. And I yeah. feel like here it's like, it's like if dance was a science class, like that's what class is like. I love that. I love that. That's true. 100%. You, but that's what I mean. Like that's the hard part. That's why it's draining. That's why I'm teaching every Friday. I'm so grateful for, but I think people underestimate how much you have to, as a teacher, create that safe place. It's mm. so much. Um, and you have to really love it because yeah, they come in quiet. Like it's, it's changing slowly, but I have to remind every week i have to go in there and, and say things that it comes natural to me so it's not a problem but it's definitely something that is definitely different to to la that's so funny that you mentioned michael man i trained with him so much in la bro, bro he's a clown he's the he's a great in guy. the nicest way like he's he's, 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 in, he's authentic man yeah, bro I mean, he's 100 percent him yeah michael is just him so i'm like you take it or you you know you take it or you leave it but i learned so much his movement is so authentic i, I always be his class that's one thing that i feel that oh, I've noticed that people don't tend to do a lot here is um, take class over and over and over again. So like, for me, I feel like people will take class and then when it comes to like, well, are we teaching that? People don't want to take it again. Or at least I get that vibe. And I'm just like, that's such a shame because I was taking Mike Hill's class like four times the same combo before he'll film it or do things like that. I'm like, okay, cool. I want to get better at it. Like I need to sit in this pocket again. You think you're going to get the pocket the first time you go? Even if I take someone's class, I'm like, your dancing is going to be so different to mine. Mm. So I'm not going to sit in it the way you sit in it like at all. I, I need to, I need it a second time. So mm. if you're serious about your training and that kind of movement, you should be in there every week. 
No, yeah. no you do whatever you want to do. I'm not saying you have to do it, but I, I advise that if you want to catch that pocket and you like the way that person moves, then if you, you're going to get it when you're there every week, not like once every month or something like that. I so say you need to really commit to, to it. Um, but I understand with, with class, it's money and things like that. I completely get it. Everyone has different you know lives going on but just training aspects for me it helped a lot to just take the same combo over and over and over that's really interesting you say that because i think i might have been speaking about it to john i can't remember but i was definitely speaking about it like last week and we were saying like the difference between maybe it was sam fleet the the difference between here in la is like here we feel like the pressure every week we have to come up with a new combo Mm. like you have to come up with something new that's going to like captivate people and like it's going to get that viral that yeah. viral class, like you're going to get everyone gassed to make sure they come out the week later. Bro, yeah. in LA, people will come up with like 12 combos a year. <laughs> yeah. Like, I swear to God, I would go and take like Marty's and I would do like Monday and Friday, the same combo for like a month. Yeah. Like I did push a love probably 89 times. <laughs> I'm still shit at it, but like... <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't quite found the pocket. <laughs> I still haven't got the pocket, but like... <laughs> But you know what I'm saying? Like, did you find that there? Like, I did so many classes. Like, yeah. I go and do JRs, and I'd be like, three weeks in, I'd be like, oh, we're still doing this one. Okay, I'm <laughs> I'm good at this shit now. Yeah. Like, the I stuff that I'm not good at, I'm now all right at because I get to practice it. That's it. But, and not even that, like, I would practice it. Like, if I actually wanted to, the amount of times that I do someone's footage, like, we're filming it, like, don't mess up. Like, I got, there's that pressure. So I'm like, I would have to go over it. Like, there's no, you have to want it. You have to want to, really improve and, and, and do that over there but that mindset over there in class it's infectious so you kind of just roll with it you you get you get good at taking class like that is I, part of, that is part of their cheat code though why their class videos look so good it's because they, they, but they've taught it six times yeah. before it yeah. gets filmed whereas here we normally film it and we go groups let's film it and then yeah. people are like flailing yeah. left right and center it's not as good as it could be like whereas out there you've done it eight times and like you know the legit people they pre-class yeah, <laughs> you know, I never, I never knew what pre-class was until I went there, and people be like, "Yo, can you meet upstairs in the loft like an hour before class?" Why, bro? Pre-class, so we can film it after class. Oh, so I get a class before class. So I'm paying for class, but I get to do the class before. <laughs> I can film at the end of class. All right, bro. <laughs> God, the whole dance, man. It's funny. It's funny, but yeah, like, like, that's the difference, man. That we they they go over the same combo over and over. I loved it though. I loved it. I was, I was like, you teaching the same one again? All right, cool. Because I was humbled, man. I was humbled mm-hmm. so quick going over that. I was like, oh, this is what I look like? Oh, shit, I need to pull up. I was mm-hmm. like, these guys are great. And they eat it. I was like, I didn't have that confidence. I only just started getting that now and I'm not even in LA. So mm-hmm. it only, it clicks when you're happy, man. It clicks when your mindset is right. You just start mm-hmm. to not care. There's bigger things. There's, we're all here, you know? That's it. Just enjoy each day. Like, I'm not stressed about how good I am at dance. I'm like... You know, I enjoy it now. Yeah, that's me, bro. Like, I used to be so concerned about if I was good or what people thought. And now I'm like, do I like it? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Like, (laughs) cool. Like, this is dope. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. That's the only way, man. So it's nice to feel that way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What was it like um, getting into dance as a young boy? Like, obviously, you did it with your brother. And I kind of spoke to him about it. But I want to know your your aspect. Yeah. Like, your whole way up, like you know, you were the Chamber Twins. You know, you're yeah. Alex and Rowan. Like, what yeah. was it like coming into the dance industry or even, like, finding dance and falling in love with it? Like, was it uh, was it, was it an easy thing to do? Because in our time, like, you know, you're only a 
four years younger than me. Fuck, I'm old, bro. I'm old. You're four years younger than me. Wow. Um. So, <laughs> you know, I, I was like, yeah, we're the same. No, we're not. Yeah, we're the same. Yeah, we're the same. No, we're not. Um, I'm 31. I can still backflip though. Um, <laughs> I can still throw down a set. Um, like, like dance wasn't cool for me growing up. Like it was cool to me, but to no one else. Yeah, yeah. What was it like for you getting into dance? I think it was like, always easy because we were twi- twins. So it's a lot easier when you have someone that you're doing it with. You kind of, we was arrogant too, man. So we didn't really care what other people thought. <laughs> as long as we wanted to do it and was like, let's go. And we, once we were good at something, we're like, we was cocky about it. Uh, <laughs> so we didn't, we obviously didn't care. And that, and that stopped at 26. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, bro. That's not last year. Facts, facts, yeah, like it takes a long time. Um, but yeah, that was always that was easy to get into it. Like it was something that uh yeah, that it was just fun. It was just fun. And we 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 with with sunshine, all those things you find a community and you have something to do and it gave us discipline. Um yeah, it was pretty easy for us. You had a dope setup in Manchester with Sunshine. Sorry? Sunshine was dope for Manchester, like back Sunshine in the day. It was amazing. And we, we, had it, we had it good, like when we was younger. Oh, my days. So the people they brought in. With Jerry. And, and tour dancers. Like it wasn't just like, you obviously had the people who was famous on YouTube and things like that. So you would learn that. But you would also have Brian Tanaka. And we had like Kassan and people like that come through. Wiley. Like we had good teachers. He, Jerry did it really well. In, Jerry. 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 Yo, I, I, I painted Sunshine Studios. Really? Yeah. I painted what like three of the studios. Like they weren't even done. Like when Jerry first had it, me and Chuck and Carrie Hansen yeah. went there and Jerry was like, come and have a look. And we were all drinking and we were painting the studios and we made Jerry drink vodka and he's allergic to vodka. And he's like, I don't want it. I don't want it in his Chinese accent. He's like, I don't want it. I don't want it. And I was like, bro, yeah. And you know, Chuck, we're like, drink it. And he started going red and his face was all itchy and shit. <laughs> But we painted those studios, man. Obviously not all of them, but like a few of them was sick. And now it's like crazy to think like, yeah, you know, like that was a long time ago. Yeah, we was very, we was very lucky to have that. We was very lucky to have that. That helped us. Like it gave us enough time to fall in love with it, I feel like. And then from there, it's just like, okay, what are we doing? Mm. We're very lucky to have a twin. It's been a lot harder by you. So I learned that going to LA. I was like, oh, this is difficult. <laughs> Yeah, what what was that like, bro? Like like oh, splitting up that. the dynamic duo. Like I guess it's the first time you've been an individual to a degree. Yes. Yeah. Like in uh, in the dance community. Yeah, we had spaces because I, I remember living in, in Switzerland for a bit, like teaching and, and there by myself. So I had moments, but um not like that. Not like that. because uh, he because he wanted we, we was meant to go together the whole time and then he just changed his mind and he thought I'm happier in, in London, it makes more sense. I'm like he has a relationship, I'm like just different yeah. story to me. So I was like, makes sense. Wifey that. Yeah, wifey up. So I completely get it. Um, but that was the best thing that ever happened for both of us. Um, but for me to go over there, when you're dancing with a twin the whole time and then you see yourself doing a solo in class or dancing next to someone else, you're like, Oh, that's what I that's what I look like. <laughs> I was like, I need to, my, my, I humbled, I got humbled quick. I got humbled so quick, bro. I got humbled with, with hip hop and just the black culture in America. Like I got humbled quick. I was like, okay, cool. Like, and it catches on eventually and I found my pocket, but that, that took a while. Mm. Wow. When, when you were on the come up in like sunshine and you were figuring out like dance and, mm. you know, young and naive and mm. arrogant, 
um like what like what inspired you like what made you be like i want to dance because we didn't have social media like we do now so you weren't being like oh look there's cj salvador or there's like you know like what was your like oh this is why i'm doing it like besides just the love of doing it what was how did you have a goal how did you know what you were aiming for or did you just go (laughs) that's a really good question i don't think i know it's ever asked me that question i actually don't know yeah i I don't even (laughs) crazy like that's crazy i think i definitely i mean we was arrogant love the attention obviously love the attention i'm sure like being younger you know girls and whatever like you know it was definitely someone that you like the attention from that and you know it feels good to know something but it was always for sure um stage stage was definitely a thing that me and alex loved um and choreographing we was choreographing the same age we was choreographing really young and always wanted to do that always wanted to teach so teaching was definitely one um but stage i love the idea of just being that male on stage i never you know that was definitely something that i that i enjoyed um but yeah, other than deeper than that, like, no, like that just came to us. It was out of nowhere. Mm. It, was out, oh, it was all sports, sports, sports. And then took one dance class. was like, oh, this is pretty cool. And then from there, decided to change it. Yeah. And yeah. I guess it was at the time, like, it wasn't easy to succeed because there was no, like, there wasn't many people you could look up to and go, oh, they've made it. That's the formula. But at the yeah. same time, it was quite easy to be the best at it because there was yeah, I didn't really, we didn't have no social media the, like that so. there was no there was no one else doing it no there was no one else doing it and, and i didn't see i mean what did we have in, we didn't have instagram then, no we have myspace on facebook bro so like, was, other than facebook where you download your video you wouldn't see unless you was going to go on youtube and a video was going to come out it was more inspirational back then to be like oh a new video came out and i'd be excited about it like now it's like comparison or i mean not not now because i don't i don't i don't put myself i don't get i don't have dance on my social media bro i got rid of everything i was like i just i changed i was like was, if i'm looking at things and comparing and things like that i'm like i just want things on my instagram i'm going to be on it to be what i want to see it's yeah. what i want to see um that helped a bunch because la we're living in la having instagram and being in that environment it's all it is is comparison for me i can't speak for everyone else but for mm. me that was definitely a struggle. So we didn't go up with that. We were very lucky to have the, the true love for it. And then when everything starts to change and this and that, that, if that's hard for us, I can only imagine how hard it is for someone coming up in that. That's Yeah, that's like a 16-year-old. like Coming straight into Instagram like that. Instagram is it's a great thing, but it's also the devil, man. That shit will get you. Yeah. It got me, it got, I like, I got, I got like, not addicted. There's no addicted to it, but comparing and just seeing things like that, it depends where your mindset is. Like now my mindset is so different. I'm just grateful that it, I don't feel that way. But if you're not in that mindset where you're happy and just content with where you're going, you can see someone else doing well, like you said, and react a different way. At least you, at least you question yourself now and say, I wonder why I'm reacting that way. I didn't mm-hmm. question myself. Or just react and or, or be moody or be with for no I can't believe people put up with me, bro. I don't know why people put up with me. Like, why would someone have that energy around them? I'm like, <laughs> it's, it's like, but yo, when you look back, you're like, wow, but we all go through it. Yeah. Difficult, man. Like, <laughs> thank God they removed the dislike button off stuff, right? No. <laughs> yo, how did you write? <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's yeah. awful, but it's funny. Um, yeah. Yo, it is what it is. Uh, yeah. When you, I guess, broke into the dance industry, yeah, like, and you started getting your first gig. What was your first gig? 
the first major one that I can remember that comes straight to mind that we enjoyed was uh, Will I Am. Um, I can't remember what award show. I think it was BBC award show, and it was dubs for Melee. Whenever an American came over, it was always like we that enjoyed. Like, that was like me. Like I always yeah. work for the Americans and not the British people. Yeah, same. Hence, yeah. I moved there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that was always me. I always worked for the American choreographers and never like I worked for the British people, but maybe like once. Maybe I was too cocky. Whereas, yeah. I, or maybe too confident. But then I think the American people liked that about me. Yeah, they liked that yeah. I was confident. Americans like the outspoken. It's like let's get it. They like that when you talk yeah. like that in the UK. It's changing a little bit. Um, I would hope, but yeah, that American culture of just like let's go. Like if someone's gonna say how good you are and you're gonna shy away, they're not gonna hire you. They want to hear like yeah, let's go. I got it. Like they want to hear that confidence. Just just say it and figure it out later. Just figure it out. Like have that confidence to go. Okay, I'm gonna work it out. Um, that's different in the UK. I feel like it's changing slowly and I'm definitely bringing that every Friday. That's like a main goal of mine. When people's mindsets to just switch, um, but that's, that's, I can't do all that. I can just try my best. Mm. Uh, but that's what they have that we don't have. So whenever Americans came over, it was easy for us to book American jobs. Um, yeah, so artist-wise, it was always fun. I never did the shows really. I don't think I even did an X Factor. I did, I did the artist on X Factor. I never did like that. Mm. So yeah. Same kind of thing. So that, that first one for Will I Am, like, because yeah. I always feel like now I teach students, like a lot of students, and they're all desperate for that big break. They're all desperate for that opportunity. And, you know, I'm always like, trust, it's, it'll come. Like, just be patient. Yeah. And, like, sometimes I'm like, just relax. Like, it's, it's, not, it's not the be all and end all. It's just a job. But then I'm like, is that because I've done a bazillion of them? Yeah. Like, how was that for you? How was that first moment? Because actually, when I think back to my first job, I'm like, oh no, that was the be all and end all for me. Yeah. At the time. Was it I for you guys or for you? I don't think I ever remembered myself being, I was never an ex, that's because I wasn't, you know, uh, in a, this place I am now, but I was never excited to be like, oh my God, I got, you would never see me do that. I'd be like, inside, I'd be like, yeah, this is dope, but this is what I'm doing it for. Um, and excited that way. But, yeah, it was still, it was everything back then. It was everything back then. It's the only thing that we had going. Yeah. So it was everything back Getting an email back then was like a thing. Everything, all this, like, it's just so different now. Um, yeah, but when you're younger, that, uh, yeah. A lot you, remem- of people- you remember checking your BlackBerry and it's saying, like, confirmed yeah. or, like, <laughs> your agent's yeah. name. Exactly. Um, it feels so good not to, to, to feel that way anymore, but... Um, I also, when I see people feel that way, I'm just like, I get it. Because I'm just like, I did the same thing. And and you might not change. You might go out, not go out of it like it's an immature thing to do, but you might um, see that there's other things out there um, eventually or not. Like, and it, people in LA, that's why they do so well because they, you can't be in LA if you don't feel that way about dance. It makes no sense. Yeah, You have to love dance you have to live they live it people are getting up at like 7 a.m and getting into that studio and sessioning and and, and doing it every day mm. um, they're always late for rehearsal but, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> everything yeah. else yeah everything else on point with it the passion is ridiculous passion and the confidence is ridiculous um so that's what they do over there that's the difference mm. for sure yeah um so in your time in the UK, mm-hmm. you know, as a dancer, what are some of the highlights? What are some of the things that stand out to you? Whether that be uh, any part in your dance journey, really, like 
whether it be a job, like getting your class with Alex at Union, like mm. any moments that really stand out. Because I remember when you guys got your class at Union and I remember yeah. seeing like your first class video on Insta. Mm. And I was like, yo, they got a class. Like, yeah. and it's not a, a studio. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. and to me as an outsider, and I think I was in LA at the time. Yeah. And I remember being like, yo, they're doing it somewhere else. Yeah, like yeah. they're not at 68 and they're not at pineapple. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. And there's people like <laughs> you broke the, like you broke the mold kind of. Yeah. True. True. That was definitely a big, um, that was definitely a moment that stands out um, for us, uh, for me at least. It was, do you know Niels? Niels. Did you ever meet Niels from um, Copenhagen? Yes. Yeah. He was the one who got us into that. We was walking by and was like, wouldn't it be dope to get our, like our own class? And he was like, do it. Just do it. And was like, yeah, making all the excuses, like, guys, just do it. Like, he had, he had that mental already of, like, just do it, you know? Um, and then, yeah, and then we, we made our mind up and did that, and we didn't expect it to go as well as it did. That definitely was a big deal. Um, Aladdin um, was the best job I've ever done, and I'm mm. so grateful for that. I, 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 was, I was super happy watching you all of that when I was in the cinema. I was like, yo, I'm so happy for all my friends, like, doing a, yeah. like a – you know, a huge film, but at the same time I was hating because I was so jealous. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's because I'm you white. I was like, nah, I was back home then. I remember <laughs> looking at it thinking, it's okay though, it's because I'm white. And then Marco <laughs> was doing it and I was like, well, they gave him blackface. Like, <laughs> he actually did. <laughs> like, he actually did. That's what I mean. Um, yeah, that, was a, that was a special job. That was really great. Jamal. Royce, Royce then almost got an email. <laughs> 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 Royston <laughs> was the agent on that, yeah, yeah, man. That was a that was a good experience. That def- that set me up for LA. Like that was a really great thing. That didn't happen. I went and gone to LA. Um, that was great. Yeah, met a lot of good people on that on that one. But that's like Mich- the- Michelle says that's one of his favorites ever as well. It's so hard to beat. I don't think. It- oh, anytime working with Calvert, Calvert yeah. is another one. Um, Camilo Cabello, like working with him is always a good time. It's a party. It's mm. a party, bro. You know, it's always fun. So they're like the ones I can remember, but it's the choreographers that make that. It's not actually the job. Um, it's the choreographers and the people around. Mm. Uh, yeah, so lucky. To, we've been very lucky to have certain experiences, man. Yeah, very lucky. Yeah. It's so sick. Oh, grateful. So what, do you still, obviously you're juggling, you know, trading and you're still teaching and you're in dance. Are you still actively se- seeking to pursue like, I want to tour, I want to do these jobs like you used to? I'm definitely not seeking it. It's not something that I'm looking for. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not outwardly, you know, getting photos done or sending emails, doing this. I'm just like, if it's going to come to me, it's going to come to me. At the end of the day, like, I know what I have to offer. Um, I know a place where I'm pursuing other things at the same time. So you could offer me me a job. Most of the time I say no, because I'm just like, it, it doesn't fit with the schedule that I need to upkeep now, like I, I, my schedule is so important to me and what I'm pursuing is so important that I can't, you know, do certain things. So I'm like, well, it gets in the way of that. It has to be something that I feel like the relationships will be fun. I'll learn something. I'll have amazing conversations. Like I don't, or it has to be some big ass paycheck for me to go, okay, <laughs> I can use this. So at all, like, I don't know what I would do. It has to be some of the, an artist or a team that I'd be like, yeah, I'm gonna do that. But I don't think, I really don't see myself going away for that long right now because the trading floor thing that I do is really important to me. That's what I say. It was something that would come that would surprise me and I go, ah, oh, yeah, that would be fun though. That would be a good experience. Well, I, it, world tour. So a world tour for me would be like 
to be that guy with some dope choreography. It has to be some, so I'm not doing no. That, bro, you know. I'm so with you. Everyone's yeah. always like, well, you'd say no to a world tour. And I'm like, well, yeah. depends what it is. That's what, I'm how long, what am I doing for a year, six months a year? What am I doing? It depends who's like, if I'm doing, if I've got to listen to some music that I hate, yeah. doing some movement that I hate, like, yeah. what's the point? It. Whereas like young me used to be like, I'm chasing the, the CV. Oh, 100%. You know, I won those names. I won that experience and, and, and the money because yeah. like, I had none. But yeah. like, it was so like uh, ego driven. Yeah, 100%. You know, and now the older I got, the more it's like, like, and this is a big part of, I feel like why I feel like uh, falling, really falling back in love with teaching is like, I control the narrative. Yes. I control the music that I listen to. Yeah. So I, if I don't want to listen to Nicki Minaj, I don't have to yeah. listen to Nicki yeah. Minaj. Exactly. Like, yeah. If I don't want to wear a really shitty costume, I don't have to wear the really shitty costume. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and all those kind of things, like the older I got made me be like, yo, I chose dance because I thought it was really cool. And I'm yes. doing these dope jobs and I don't feel really cool. <laughs> you know? Bro, yeah. That's what I mean. I'd have to be surprised. Like, it'd have to be, you know, it's but most likely would have to be some American artist comes out uh, oh my brother my brother yeah i was gonna say oh your brother because now you've got now you've got a you gotta win <laughs> yeah so i'm like bro like if he's doing something that like, aligns with something that i'm like yeah i could do that but even for me bro like my time is so valuable i i'm really like in a day like what can i get done to better myself like what that's like uh uh something that i'm kind of obsessed with it's a healthy obsession i just want to get better in things mm. um so eight hours rehearsal for me seems such a long time now like it just seems such a long time. That, and in like, LA, you don't do eight hours. That's what I'm saying. Like you we don't in LA, I never rehearsed eight hours. No, and also in LA, you finish the whole piece in a day and a half, and then you've got however many days or whatever to really fine tune it. Over here, like sometimes the pace can be a bit slower or this and that, and it's eight hours. And I'm just a bit like I'm grateful for the job. I've said yes to it. I'm gonna give you my hundred percent because I've said yes to it before. But before I've said yeah. I've had to really think about whether I want the job because I'm like, I don't want to bring a negative energy. So mm. I want to be happy on that job. I want to say yes to something that I, I don't know what's going to happen 100%, but I want to know what details, as much details as possible so I can go, is this something that I want to do for eight hours in a day? Or is it going to be, is it going to be inspiring? What am I going to learn? Or who am I going to be around? You know, like that's a, it's a big factor for me now taking a job. And it's not even because anything with financial, it's just like, my time is just really valuable and I want to get better at other things at the same time. So, yeah, but I do still take some jobs, you know, if it, if it makes sense, I'm like, great. And, I'm, and, and, you know, it's, it's great money sometimes. Sometimes that's a big part. That's another big part of why I stopped. Of course. Like, stop taking the jobs. That's why I went on tour with dream boys, bro. Yeah. I was like, oh, I can, I was, that gives you paycheck and you can actually do something with that. Bro, I was like, I can make 30 grand a year doing a show that I learned in a day. Exactly. Like I learned the whole tour in a day and a half. Exactly. I'm like, yeah, I can make 30 grand a year doing this. Like, why would I go in stress learning eight numbers in two days, go on stage, not knowing what I'm doing to come away and have like 400 pounds. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like I, it never made sense. I was like, how have I just been like for like a year, one of the most working dancers. And I, yeah. I, I look at my bank account and it's, it's telling a really different story. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know yeah my bank and, and my rent was like 280 a month so it definitely wasn't that like yeah. yeah i was just like this makes no sense 
I remember yeah. doing um I think it was Jingle Bell Ball for yeah. Anne Marie. And it was dope, man. Like it was me, Michelle, Jazz, and uh I think Wolfgang did it because Sean couldn't. And man, we had so much fun. Like it was so sick. It was such a sick performance. Like, and I was like, yo, like I work for Sean Niles, like he's one of my best friends. Like, this is dope. Like, this is what I'm talking about. Dope cast. And I remember getting my check. And I remember looking at it and going, huh? Yeah. Like, just like, you know, you're speechless. Just like, yeah. huh? Yeah. Like, well, I just did Jingle Bell Ball. People used to buy a house off Jingle Bell Ball. Yeah. Like, all the, like, uh, Top of the Pops and stuff like that. No, it wasn't even Jingle Bell Ball, sorry. It was, like, uh, New Year's Top of the Pops or something like yeah. that. Or yeah. special. Like, yeah. yo, people used to make bank off this. And now I'm getting, like, for three days' work, essentially a day. Yeah. Like, I think it was, like, £400. Like four hundred and four pounds for like three days, and I was like, what? "Not the four, not the four pounds." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, commission, bro. <laughs> and I get it. I get why they had to take the commission, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but that's what it is, man. It's uh, I'm glad that it was easy for me to like transition again into other things and find new things because that's a tough thing to 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 figure out that well, you want to find something new or what you're gonna do and things like that. That can cause a lot of anxiety, man, because it's hard to switch roles into new things and things like that. But um, that's why it's a blessing that the teaching is here. That's great. And I really see that London is wanting to train right now, which is really great. Mm. But yeah, that transition is tough because it's just hard to, you can, you know, it depends what your goals are in life or what, what kind of life you want to live. But I know that I want to have a nice life, man. I want to do what I want to do whenever I want to do it. And I want to bring people up and I can't do that off 400 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm full, bro. Four hundred and four. Rent and rent and rent and four filter coffees from Pret. <laughs> you know. Oh my days! I'm gonna be wearing like fucking <laughs> flea market trainers from Elephant Castle if I keep getting those four hundred pound checks. Um, for like two weeks' work, and that's the thing, man. Like, it just wasn't. I don't know, for me, and obviously some people, they're booked and blessed every damn day and they land like a tour. But like, yeah. I always used to think like, you know how we have this thing where like, it's easier for boys than it is for girls. Mm-hmm. Do you remember like, that's, that's, that's the thing, right? I think yeah. it still is. It definitely was. And yeah. I was like, yeah, because there's less of us. Yeah. But like, how many like male dancers from the UK are doing like, European tours or world <laughs> tours like it's how many of that happened the, it's not been happening for years bro. like unless you land take that and I wasn't that guy like neither were you like no. we, we, we weren't in those camps no again I, I was super happy for them but I was hating because I was like I want that paycheck but <laughs> I, I, like but then I see like girls and I just like I feel like I always see girls traveling I always see girls like <laughs> Like all Robbie Williams in Vegas, like Gary Barlow's got a show, like they're doing Take That, like they're just good, they're only taking girls. Like yeah. I always feel like I always saw girls, and maybe it's because I was again hating. I don't know. <laughs> like, the boys are facts. When's the last time Little Mix obviously was the last ones that I know that take guys? And- yeah, I was the wrong color for that, <laughs> bro. I was white and ginger. Like, please understand, like, you'll talk about minority, like, but in the dance industry, like, white and ginger. Like it's a tough breach. Like unless I'm trying to crack Nickelodeon or Disney, like, <laughs> oh my, like God. J J Lo's not looking, going, yeah, he's my next, he's my next Latin salsa boy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh my God! Oh, my <laughs> don't cry. 
Good times. Yes. <laughs> it's tough, yeah. bro. Girls have been booking, man. Girls are... The girls are... Not the guys aren't, but the women are talented, no. man. Like, do a lifter and Mabel? Like, they got them girls working. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what... But that's another reason why I left. I was like, I'm not... I was very fortunate for movies that came along, um, but mm. normal dancing-wise, I was like, I'm not booking enough. And, you know, it's not... It makes no sense. And, and it wasn't... And if I was booking, it was something that I wasn't really enjoying to dance. I felt every time I had a job, I was like, I look 12 years old. Like, I just don't look of age. And this is not what I pictured myself looking like when I was dancing on stage behind an artist. Like, yeah. it's not the one. So, yeah, like, I, I always wanted to be Brian Tanaka. Oh, yeah. But again, like, I'm white and ginger, so it was a real struggle <laughs> to make that thing. That's why, like, bro, when I got Nicole, like, for yeah. me, I was like, I made it. Like I'm the I'm the pasty shirtless guy with no top on. Like obviously shirtless means no top, but looking good with no top on behind the female artist next to like Sandron who's six two, like black and stacked. I was like I've ticked the box. Like I've made it. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. You know, but like I feel like it's such a hard thing to to crack the code that I wanted to crack at the time. And obviously we don't have Justin Timberlake, so yeah. that was out the window. Or even like a replica of. I was hoping Todd would be that after he went. I was hoping he'd win the Voice. And he'd be like, "Oh, Justin Timberlake," and I'd be like, "Yes." <laughs> but Todd's amazing, man. Talk, bro, insane, man. talk about like a full package. Bro. not not in a like a you know weird like full package kind of way, but like <laughs> like an artist. Like he's already like an artist. Yeah, he's just got it figured out. It's yeah, dope. like yeah. his dope voice. Yeah, dope look. Can yeah. dance like yeah. his performance. Everything. Yeah. So Todd, good. me and me and Ronald dance for you, but as long as it's for more, more than four hundred pound a week, <laughs> <laughs> put it out there. Hundred percent, man. Hundred percent. Um, when you're in LA, bro, uh, whose classes were you taking? Uh, Michael's all the time. Yeah. Uh, Denzel's class. I uh, never did Denzel's, but he wasn't really teaching when I was there. No, he was teaching a lot when I was there. Um, yeah, his was one of my favorites as well. It just feels amazing, and you and you use your range. And it helped me loosen up, like loosen up um, so much. My girls were just organic. I just couldn't do it. So I was like, I'm going to do this over and over. Um, he helped me a lot with the hip hop side of it, for sure. My girls um, is like every style of dance. Like It's like taking yeah. George Jones, Marty's, Caron's, Luther's, Jaquel's, and like yeah. Kinja's all at the same time. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's, it's, just, it's hard. He <laughs> <laughs> teaches quick, but right? you better know your rhythms. You, better, you need to learn how to listen to music. Mm. and just go um and you and you you have to just go you have no choice so it helps you mentally that was great um jay blaze i love and cj cj uh was a really good guy man love cj um he's a yeah. dope dancer man yeah insane and just a, it's just a nice guy bro like he the it's just a lot of the most shack another one like freestyling the sessioning with these guys is stupid it, it was mainly session it was mainly freestyling and the things that we did that wasn't in class like class you can take and it's it becomes something you just get used to doing. Um, but yeah, like it was a session and a freestyle and the things that we did just around mates and friends to, to dance. That was the, the best thing, man. That was the best thing. Dancing, dancing in classes. You just do a lot. People are always in the studio. People are, you feature to do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to come feature this? Oh, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. Why not? And, you, and you're there training. And you don't, it's not training. You're just, you're sessioning. You're just dancing. But yeah. if you go there with that mindset of like, oh my God, this is training. Oh, I'm with dancing. Oh, I'm with these people then it's going to fuck you up. Like you just, you, you get calm, you become calm, you get used to those new environments. And then eventually it's just second nature. 
Um, great. It's so good. I'm so thankful that I went for that. And I know if I went now, I would enjoy it so much more. I would definitely enjoy it so much more, but I just don't know if I want that lifestyle. Not now. I'm really on the road to like figuring it out right now. And I'm like, when that is where I need it, to, where I want it to be, then I can go whenever I want to go, go wherever I want to go, do whatever I want to do. I got time for that. Mm. That might be later, you know. Yeah. Do you, do you have any regrets? Um, not really. Not really, because uh, again, like it had to happen the way if it, it didn't go the way it did, I wouldn't be communicating the way I do, um, dancing the way I do, um, smiling, but I didn't smile before, man. Like I just wasn't happy. Like I wouldn't be, in, I'm generally happy. Like I've not had a, we all have ups and downs, but I've been good and I'm so grateful for it. Um, so whatever happened, you know, in the past is, we all make mistakes and, and things are tough, but I'm so happy it went the way it did because now I'm truly present and I'm aware of it. So, yeah, I can't, I, I wouldn't change it for a thing. Honestly. What, um, if you could give advice to like a dancer, like trying to break into the dance industry or coming up on their way up, what would you say? Patience, man. Patience, patience and discipline, man. Discipline. You have to have work ethic. You're not going to get where you want to go unless you are, unless you're, you know, you've got some kind of regime, some kind of thing that you, you're repeating, you're working it over and over and over again. Like you're making smart decisions and you're patient while you're doing it to know that you are going to mess up. You're not going to look good. You're going to hate it sometimes. You're going to be in pain. It's going to hurt, but cool. <laughs> that's what is. that's what it is. So it takes discipline. It takes a tough person. And now, nowadays, I don't think the generation is, they wasn't um, didn't train like we did, you know. Even with fitness, fitness is a huge thing. Like again, like there's all this discipline and mental strength you need to keep going. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's all I would say is just keep going, but enjoy it. Otherwise, what's the point? Mm-hmm. But again, I've been there. I didn't know this back then. So yeah, if yeah. Someone told me that, I wouldn't have. I would have been like, yeah, 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 cool though. But some people might get it and go, you know, I get it. I understand. It's just patience. Patience is like the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Biggest. Thing. It's going to work out when it works out. Mm. Speaking of discipline, bro, you're up at like 4 a.m. every day. Not every day. When I go to, when I, like, it was every day, because I was doing in the office in May for Monday to Thursday. Um, but now it's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So Monday and Tuesday, I'm not up at that time. I'm up early regardless now because your body Monday, clock's like, <laughs> yeah, but it's like, but it's normal. <laughs> yeah. But Wednesday and Thursday, yeah, it's the only time that I have to be on the trading floor nine to four. So, and I need to go to the gym, bro. Not even to like look a certain way, be a certain way. My mental, I need that. I need that for my mental to start my day. So it was the only time that I had. So get up before 30 and I'm out and I'm in the gym by like 5.15. And I do like a quick hour 15 and then. How, yeah. how does, like the gym for me is like, it's been a huge part of my life. Like huge. Like what, what's it done to you? What's it done for you? Like yeah. discipline, discipline again, sticking with a routine, being accountable. If I say I'm going to get up, I'm getting up. If I need to get up at 4.30, I'm going to go to bed at 8.30. I'm going to do what I need to do. Like, my my health is key. Um, yeah, it's, it's a big thing. And I I, I, I think I don't want to ever say this to people, you have to work out. But some sort of exercise, some sort of getting your body going, because for me, it's my mental is everything. But I say it for dancers. Like, why are we, like, it's the not the one thing, but like we just don't exercise like 
we don't have like strength like if you think of all sports right like mm. football american football basketball hockey netball like everyone who's at the level of where we're at like yeah. let's say we're in the in the dance industry we've been the equivalent to like a premiership footballer yeah you know obviously only at like the level of performance in our field yeah. not anything else in the entire world but yeah. like you know we're we're at that level of an athlete within what we do but like yeah. we don't get we don't think about strength and conditioning. We don't think about like recovery. We don't think about this. We're like, we're going to rehearse stupid amount of hours. We're going to wake up the next day and do it again. Then we're yeah. going to go out and party. And then we're going to get up and do it again. Like <laughs> we don't talk about like actually looking after ourselves. Yeah. Like it's not something which is like talked about, you no. know, like especially the strength and conditioning. Cause like the one thing that we can't ever have is injury. Right. Cause we don't have like an off season. No, we're not like a footballer where we go, right, we're on for eight, eight, nine months. And then you have an off season where you get to like rest and recover. We're like so sporadic. Like it's so, you know, it's just unorthodox. Like it's it's here, there and everywhere. Like, why do we not take our physical health more seriously? Yeah, I don't know. I I never did. But now before it was only when I moved to LA that I saw all the people do like they're serious about that. Mm. the guys over there are serious about that so i was like oh i need to work out like i can't just be i can't just rely on my dance skills it mm. just, it's not there's more to it over there um and then i ended up falling in love with it mm. so that was that was an, an easy transition for me but yeah it's a big it's a big deal man it, you just you just hit harder you mm. dance uh, you dance bigger you dance more full out like you yeah if you do it like obviously if you do it properly because like when i was when i joined dream boys my goal was I felt so scrawny, bro. So I was like, I just need to get wham. Like, yeah. so I got wham and then all my dance qualities went out the window. Like, yeah. you know, like I lost all my dance quality. And now for the last year, it's been like how to get unwham. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Hey. How to look like a dancer again. And yeah. get that's because you're naturally naturally stocky. You're naturally like Yeah, bro. I'm not made to dance. I'm made to carry things. That's what like... I mean. For me, <laughs> I was always like so skinny. So for me, it was like filling out and working on my shoulders and and like to just with my posture like it make your posture look bigger i make my posture look bigger just being fitter mm. uh yeah so that was the opposite for me so for me it's not i never my i don't think my body will ever get like that i i, I don't you know i don't think so maybe and i have to take care of it but no like my body naturally is still okay so far so like mm. extend stuff but yeah. do you um do you think there's like a perfect body type for dance like i always think about this when i see dancers do you think there's like a, da- a body type which works best? It depends what it depends if you speak in industry wise or what's it what it's for. Uh, just like I guess obviously industry wise you need like you'd go yeah toned like yeah, you know what I mean like you gotta have abs like for yeah. industry wise I always say Brian Tanaka is the staple yeah. like he's yeah. not wham but like yeah. he can take his top off and you go okay you're killing it and we're talking obviously on a guy's aspect I'm not gonna talk yeah. about girls' bodies on here I get cancelled. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> okay, cancelled real quick. Yeah, real, real. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> take a moment, take a moment. reset. So, I always think like Brian Tanaka for the guys, like you know, whether he's got a suit on or shirtless, he always looks good, doesn't it? Yeah. Like when you're too wham, you put a suit on or something, you look stupid. Yeah, like, exactly. like yeah. you lose all those things. But yeah. I don't know why I always have this thing where like people who have long arms. Oh yeah. Like, if you watch Anders, bro, yeah. like, Anders is quite wham. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Anders is stocky guy. Yeah. But he doesn't look too stocky because his arms are so long. 
So like I, I always call it like Anders is my twenty in it. Like we dance quite similar, but yeah. he's so much more like I don't know. He makes lines and positions look so yeah. much nicer. And I'm yeah. always like you motherfucker. Like <laughs> like you roast me at my own combo at the parts where we're stood still. Like why? And then like I'll go back and again like he's my favorite person to dance with, but I hate dancing with him. But he makes me pull up. You know, yeah, like, cool. so that's the win. But then I'll look back at the video and I'll be like, yo, look how long his legs are. Like, <laughs> look how long his arms are. Like, his, like, if he stood in, like, with his legs open, like Superman in second, like, it looks so much more powerful than when I do. Like, his line of his arm takes up so much more space, even though we're doing the same thing and it's quote unquote clean. Yeah, his long yeah. ass limbs make it look so nice. Yo, Anders is a special one, man. And his, uh, his mindset is beautiful, man. Like, I just love, um, like you said, he just pulls you up. He's just positive and his work ethic is crazy. I respect him so much. Bro. He's a great guy. Great guy, man. It's just all the time in it. Greatness, baby. <laughs> Always. Greatness. greatness, baby. That's it. That's it. That's it. I love it. Yeah. Amazing. So, um, yeah, yeah. so I ask every every dancer this or everyone involved in dance because yeah. you ask someone else, they'd be like, what on earth are you talking about? But yeah. if aliens... Yeah came from outer space obviously and they come down they had this little gun and they yeah. pointed at you and like rowan yeah give me a dancer or i'm gonna zap you and covid yeah. you and the rest of the world forever <laughs> and you're gonna blow up in a big ball of sneezes yeah like so they're gonna covid everyone wear a wrap you have to give the aliens you have to yeah. sacrifice one human who oh, is wow. like for you like the the meaning of dance someone that you go right this person isn't going to let us down. Like here is, here is a dancer that's going to save earth. It can be oh, anyone. Wow. wow. That's a tough one. Yeah. This pickles quite a lot of people. You so many, you got so many to choose from. I know, but you can only give one bro. <laughs> uh, someone who I always loved to watch, no matter what she puts out, uh, Caitlin Watson. Nice. Caitlin Watson, without a doubt. Her textures are just fucking genius. Yeah. I got to go with Caitlin Watson. There's, there's, there's so many. Yeah. There's so many. It could have been anyone. Yeah. Uh, Caitlin Watson, you are gone. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> Peace out, yo. No, that's a good one. I like it. Teresa Espinosa is the one that her one always gets me. She said Prince. Oh, you said dancer. Well, I said you have to give someone a human that is the equivalent of dance. They mean dance. I didn't oh, say it has to be a dancer. Hey, okay. I didn't know you meant it like that. Why? Does it change now? Oh, no. Uh, okay, so I can do like, a, I can do anyone. Can do anyone, bro. Like she gave Prince and I was like, I, in my head, my brain never registers Prince as a dancer. Like, but then I guess she rehearsed and toured with him. So she would know way more than I do. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, of course. Um I think I got to go with MJ for that. And I wasn't even like a, a, um, a crazy MJ fan like that. Like I, MJ is amazing, incredible and inspiring in so many ways. But when I think of, yeah, what, what, when I started, what was still around and things like that and inspiring, just creative wise. Mm. Uh, yeah, MJ, man. Trying to, I can't think of even someone else who I would go, okay, for dance like that. That's a really good question. I know. Yeah, that's a good one. It's a tough one. It's a tough it's one. A tough one because you just got to sit there and go, okay. Yeah, because there's so, like, if I say give me five, you go, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, 
Yeah. MJ's interesting because like I, I'm kind of the same as you. Like I didn't love MJ, but oh. I feel like I loved everyone who was influenced by MJ. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I loved MJ's dances. Yeah. Like yes. oh my Nick Bass. Like Nick Bass, Misha. Oh, did you see Nick Bass's teaching a workshop in in uh DC? Like in Washington, DC, like in like a week's time or two weeks. I'm like $25. I'm like, someone fly me to DC. Right? Like, I'm like, I will fly if I haven't got isolate. Wow. I know he's back. He's uh he's back. <laughs> he's back. <laughs> he's a pinnacle man of a ma- like a male down. I mean, there's so many, but you know, yeah. Him and Tanaka, like yeah, yeah. just and, and and different aspects of like a male dancer, yeah. like because Tanaka's the hunky shirtless guy, and Nick Bass yeah. is like he just roasts everything. Yeah, she's mm. yeah, dope yeah. man. Solid answers. So, uh, what, what's your schedule like? So, you're teaching on Fridays at base, right? Fridays at base, uh, one to two thirty. Um, what's that time slot like? It's good. It's good. I'm I'm blessed. Like I'm. I always when I walk in and people are there, I'm always like, wow, like people want to come through. Um, yeah. Because so it's quite know. early for dancers. It's early. That's what I thought. I was like, oh, do you know what? But I was like, let me just do it. Yeah, yeah. Other day, if you want to come through. Because again, like what I learned from LA is just like, if you want to take it, wherever the hell the class is, if you feel like you're going to learn something, not even just steps, but it's just valuable every week, um, I'm going to go. That was my mindset. So I'm just like, if you want to come through, come through, you know? Mm. At least I know people who do come through, I'm like, you want to be there. You know what kind of atmosphere you're coming in. You know it's going to be a vibe, and you, but you know you're going to push. So I know mm. if you're going to come through, like you want to get better. Like, I'm not saying that other classes aren't going to provide that at all. Like there's so many amazing classes, but I just know that, um, to do it at one o'clock, I was like, like if you're going to be there, you're going to be there. Like, yeah, you're going to get people who want to be in your class. 100%. As opposed to just the, the bypassers. 100%, yeah. But then, I, because I always like a daytime class in London, I'm always like, oh, it's a tough one. Yeah. Like, people don't get out that early or they work a day job so they can, or yeah. early, like, you know, they work at a yoga studio till four or yeah. like something yeah. like that. I was like, but on a Friday, yeah, people want to go out on a Friday night. Or they work in a bar or a club. So actually, maybe that's a good time slot. Because I guess if it was 7 o'clock on a Friday, it might be a struggle. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, that's for me. Because it's so either way. Yeah. Mm. If, you, if you're late, people might want to go out. But I honestly never even thought about that. That's a good point, though. But I was mm. like, I just know that I enjoy teaching. So I'm just like, and I knew somewhat. Like, I'm very blessed to have been here before. Obviously, I'm, you know, Alex's brother. Fam- famous Alex. <laughs> I'm like, I have connections. <laughs> I'm like, okay, like that helps. Um, but well, no, if that's the case, I'm changing my name to Kane Chambers and getting a class. Yeah, well, get in, get in on it, man. I know 68 have got some spaces. I'll take a class there. Yeah. Same with Kane Chambers. Get in on it, bro. <laughs> yeah, so when I started seeing people come through, I was like, okay, this is nice. It just started to be a good time every Friday to do it. And I can always touch wood. Like, I don't, I wouldn't want to, but if I'm not happy, I'll just stop the class. Like, it's just, it's not something that I'm like, I'm just grateful for every week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we'll just see where it goes, bro. Do you, do you have a creative process when prepping for class? No, you I'm like, like um, just, I won't even listen. I'll probably just pop the song on straight away and go, okay, let's go. Um, How do you know what song you want? Like for me, choosing a song is the hardest thing. I just, every time I'm, I'm listening to music, uh, I'll just screenshot it um, and it'll be on my photo album. And I just, when I'm thinking of my choreograph, I'll just look through what photos I've got there or, It'll literally be something that we're on that day. I've been walking on. I've heard it. I'm like, oh, cool. I'm gonna go make that up and do that. Um, yeah, it's more fun for me. So I don't. I'm just like, I just do whatever. Doesn't really bother. Oh, I've got, I'll just teach a throwback. Like it doesn't. I don't put too much pressure on it now. 
it is always tends to work out. <laughs> so <laughs> just, it tends to work out. Yeah, you know, it, just so. do it and it happens. Just do it and it happens, bro. So yeah, sick, bro. Well, yeah. man, it's been so nice catching up with you. Thank you for listening to me chat shit. I've had a few wines. That's why I'm happy and like chatting shit. Oh, I love it, man. I love it. <laughs> it's dope, bro. This is my favorite thing about this. It's like, it's an excuse yeah. to catch up with people and be an idiot. Yeah. yeah. And Are hopefully every week. Whoa, bro. No? So this is where it comes down to the dedication. So okay. I was, so like over COVID, over, over COVID, over yeah. lockdown. Yeah. Um, bro, I was doing like three a week. Like wow. I was on it. And then uh, I was good until like January. And then I spoke to your, your well, your sister, your sister, <laughs> maybe, maybe your future sister-in-law and your brother, maybe her yeah. and, and your brother. And yeah. I got a puppy that week. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. You got the same dog, right? You guys. I got a toy poodle. Okay, cool. Mm, so I got a puppy that week yeah. and uh, then I started teaching lots and then, you know, essentially having a baby and yeah. all this teaching, yeah. it was just like, you know, one of those, okay, where do I manage work life? fiance life yeah. dog life yeah social life yeah health go to the gym life podcast life so i, I i've been slacking hard but i'm back really, bro, no, that's a big list there bro bro that's a big list there bro bro back with a vengeance yo don't be too hard on yourself though that's a this just life is changing man like you gotta do what you can man bro i'm back i'm gonna make it yeah, yeah. i'm gonna be kane rogan of podcast that you're gonna <laughs> let's go bro. let's go <laughs> <laughs> no nah, man I, i'm gonna make it i, I want to make a weekly thing i want to start doing like one um and listeners if you think it's a good idea say yes if you don't just pretend you didn't hear it i want to <laughs> start doing one where we just get like dancers and shoot the shit where it's yeah. not so much like uh like an interview yeah i mean you know like a, like you know how like we've interviewed but we just chat shit as well yeah, it's exactly. one where we get like a bunch of different dancers and we just chat shit and we have a good time and people are enjoying like, being a fly on the wall That'll be dope. You know, just one of those uh, ones where like we all get to catch up. Like yeah. it'll be a fun one. Maybe we could do like a when, when, when we can, then we can all get into like a room and have a drink. Podcast, that'll be hilarious. Yeah, bro. Some drinks. Get some drinks involved, man. That'll be fun. And all of us have a catch-up. That'll be great. We'll call it well, me, you and your brother can do when we call like, I don't know, haters come back or something like that. <laughs> Yo, I'm down, bro. <laughs> they hate a hangout oh bro well anyway thank you so much for your time um also i would like to say thank you for class the other week because i didn't really get to speak to after because i went straight into the next class i did four in one day like i'm 20 i don't know what man i don't know what advice though i love when i have no idea and i'm just like yay let's go yeah it was nice and i got real cocky so i got like like 10 minutes 15 minutes from the end i was like i got this on lock yo i'm in and then you went all right, half seas, and then my friends are in the window, and I was like, <laughs> 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 my my right foot became my left ear, like it all went wrong. Good times, it bro. It's dope. It was a struggle, but I enjoyed it, man. Appreciate it. So bro. thanks, bro. Anyway, please, everyone, go and support Rowan. Get to his class one o'clock on Fridays at base. Don't be a loser, be a cruiser. Get to class. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Internet's podcast. Please leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and share the podcast with your friends and family. One love. Peace. The Internet's podcast with your host, Kane.